0: That's, that's Margaret Thatcher. Everybody. Yes, Margaret
1: Thatcher with a fucking bag that holds all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit. Like the Labour Party. Nuclear missile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Severe yeah. racism. Severe yeah. racism. <laughs> yes,
1: yes. Reagan comics.
0: That <laughs> Margaret Thatcher is the married to Bob and, and she reads in her bag and pulls out, you know,
1: a fucking Alzheimer's. Yes. Ronald Reagan's like, oh yes. Jelly beans. Right? And, and here <laughs> is the button to attack the Falkland <laughs> Islands. Thank you. <laughs> This is Don Hall. And I'm David Himmel. And this is the Literate ApeCast.
0: Don and David get a little saucy, so be forewarned, your sensitivity is not their problem. The Literate ApeCast is for people who can handle both their liquor and their gag reflex.
1: All right, all right, so, uh... And so, these are the,
0: it's the, we're in, we're in the days of awe, right now.
1: Awe, like in, like... Like, awe,
0: like, a, A-W-E, awesome. A-W-E, like awe. Well, yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, awe. so... Well, you were raised Baptist Jew. Okay. Yeah. No. That's a, no, Baptist Jew, that's, it's not like a Jew for Jesus, it's just, um, uh, it's Southern black people... Okay. ...that are circumcised. That's Baptist Jew. Okay. Yeah, J- Judaism is a lot of there's a lot of tears. There, there must be. So you know the days of Point is that these are the days of awe. the days, of, the awe days Judaism, of awe in Judaism. Yeah. In Judaism. is from Rosh Hashanah, which is the New Year, okay. the Jewish New Year, to Yom Kippur, which is the Day of Atonement. So within those 10 days, you're meant to reflect on the year that was and the year that will be and you're supposed to think about, you know, who you are as a person and how you can grow and the mistakes you've made and all that. It's, it's like a, fucking New Year's Eve. Yeah, but it's, I like it better than New Year's Eve. Well, yeah, because New Year's Eve kind of sucks. He, right, because it's, it's all, it, you're too busy getting drunk and, like, you really do think about it. And when I was a kid and I was Jewish, I liked it because, you know, the Jewish New Year and the, These Days of Awe came at the beginning of the school year. And the beginning of the school year might as well be the new year, right? Because, okay. you know, you're starting, you've got, new, you've got new clothes, you've got a new class, you, like, everything is new. So to think back about the year that was and the year that will be, like... How am I going to be cooler this year in school, or you know, whatever, okay. whatever it is? So, I don't do much as far as Judaism goes. I don't. It, it's just not my. But thing you anymore. like the
1: days of awe.
0: When this, so we're recording this on Wednesday or Tuesday night, which is when Yom Kippur starts. So I okay. should quote unquote should be you,
1: you know, should be like having dinner with the family and, like gnashing the teeth and weeping and right yeah. okay yeah all um, stuff. but I'm not doing that yeah because I have work to do yeah there's things that are going on yeah we can't do we can't do like last week where I just had to glean from the we can only mail it in once a year exactly yeah um, for good reason though we had
0: anniversaries we did we had with. anniversaries yeah. we were very busy wives always come first okay unless we're having sex and so then it it's is, like oh shit I didn't mean sh- yeah. so it is
1: actually it is for you and I, it is actually hose before bros. It, yes, one hundred percent. All right, yes. I want to make sure that we're on the same page. with yes. It is hose before bros, guys. Um,
0: so anyway, so when I go tomorrow, I'm going to go to Temple and I'll sit through the morning service. And then there's all these services all throughout the day, but I don't go to the other ones because I'm good after two hours. Like I'm good. My brother and I, after that, we go and we do a home run derby.
1: Home run derby.
0: Yeah, so there's two of us, and one pitches, and the other one hits, and then you have to hit a home run, and the person with the most home runs wins.
1: It's just the two of you? Yeah. How fucking hard is it to hit a home run? There's only one person. If you hit the ball even remotely hard, well, no, you have to hit it over the fence. It has to. Be oh, like okay. Clear so it's home not run. like oh, like okay, yeah, because no, no like infield like, fly rule or like you know, I've got this image like, like I'm that. gonna I'm gonna hit it and it's gonna roll away. Hey, you're just one dude. I can run around. No, we're the bases. not running bases. Oh, okay, yeah, we don't it. run bases. Okay, it's, so, that's it's, so that's why it's like the home run. It's like the home run derbies they do in professional sports. I've never heard of home run derbies. I don't watch professional sports, so I don't fuck what I know. That's all right.
0: The reason we do this—it's—it's it's called the Maxwell Joseph Himmel Home Run Derby. So, in 2007, uh, right after I moved back here, our dog Max uh, died. Okay. And he died. He was 14 years old. He had cancer, and he died on Yom Kippur. Like we, you know, put him. We had to, you know, put him down. Yeah. Um, you, you know, you actually put him down on Yom Kippur. Yeah, because like the night before, he was just. The end. The end was. You there. couldn't do it, like a couple of days before or a couple of days after. I mean, we we could have done it a couple of days after, but then he would have been suffering. You know, I mean, he was in bad shape.
1: Yeah, well, he was probably bad shape a couple of days before too. It wasn't. It wasn't as bad. Like that's the. I mean, that's like saying, you know what, Grandma needs to be put down. <laughs> no, and it's December sixteenth. You know what? Hey, let's just wait until Christmas wait Day, at, yeah. when the family's and then I'm going to get, the, yeah. get the pillow, and I'm going to you know, we're all going to stand <laughs> around. I'm going to jam it on her face, and she's going to die for Christmas. Because on, that way, every Christmas hints. Yeah, we remember the time that I put a pillow and killed my grandmother. Well, the reason we
0: did this is because, like, I showed up, and he was. It was just a bad scene. Okay. Have, you, have you ever had a dog? Yeah they turn quickly like when the end is there oh, it's yeah. fucking there it just shows up like it's like yeah the end is probably near but then when it comes you're like we need to go yeah so anyway so the day before was like yeah Max is yeah, this is the end so I don't want to spend too much time on this but it was this really wonderful moment so Max was sick and my parents had been divorced and my brother Stephen was living in Champaign he's going to school there so I come in from the city back to Flossmoor um, Eric was already there uh, Steven comes in from Champagne, takes a train he comes up mom comes in from the city she's there and for the first time in I mean probably since I left for college you know ten years before the whole family was together again mom and dad slept in their bed Eric, Steven and I slept on the floor in mom and dad's room Max slept in his spot in mom and dad's room so it was like uh, you know tragedy or catastrophe keeps us together kind of thing there you go yeah woke up the next morning we all knew what we had to do we had to you know take the dog to the vet and you know and, and put him down. And it was like he knew. Like he was he woke up and he was feeling better and he was walking around the house and he was just checking things out almost like I need to make sure everything's okay before I go. And I realize that I'm personifying a bit and I'm projecting and I, I get it, but fuck it. We call it anthropomorphizing. Yeah. Sure. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Um you know, so then he went outside. I saw and I saw a video very recently about a woman who raised a Rooster. <laughs> and I think she said in this video, I mean it was a pretty cute video. It was one of those you know, Facebook videos. In this video, she used the term this sentient being at least nine what? fucking times. Oh, right. Because it was like, I love my rooster. My rooster sits and listens to me read. He loves to read. No, he likes nope. to peck at a fucking page. Yeah. But I understood her love for this thing but sure. she just kept saying this sentient being yeah that's a bit much and all I wanted to do was watch the video and eat chicken fingers
0: and you know dogs are have bigger and better brains than roosters so, yeah yeah what, what kind of dog, dog was it uh Britney Spaniel alright that's, that's smart so, dog that's smart dog so we you know we get dressed for Temple because we've got to go to Temple later on in the day and we take we're in our suits and all that shit and we take Max to the to the vet and do our thing and and then we go to Temple. It was you know for Yom Kippur, and the best thing, the great thing about it is that that the, like the last thing that this dog did for us was that he made us late for temple, so we missed half the service, which, which is fucking great. amazing. Yeah, that's awesome. To hear, and it was on a it was on a Saturday, and on the Sabbath there's more shit to go through because it's Ugh. an even holier day. So right on Max. Yeah, you know.
1: yeah.
0: Um, I know you're listening in heaven. No, he's not. What? Dogs get podcast-
1: All right. I'm sorry, you're so, religious, but there's no fucking heaven. I'm, I'm sorry, it's a yeah. fantasy. All
0: right, so we Eric and I go to temple, and then we we get done, and we come home, and we're sitting on, we're fasting, and we're just we're bummed. You know, our fucking dog is dead. Like we're bummed out, and we've got nothing to do. And I said to Eric, do "You want to just go to the park and just hit some balls and just fuck around?" It was a beautiful day. I was like, "Yeah." yeah all right. So this turned into an improv impromptu so this is derby. sort of
1: so when you do your homeroom derby with your brother this is kind of like celebrating the life of your absolutely dog. it is yes. that's kind of cool I actually like that very much it's a so, ritual that yes. you created yep. at a time where there's constant rituals that may or may not be meaningless to you this right. is a ritual that has meaning yep. yep. alright that's kind of cool I like that and Eric he got a
0: plaque made it says the Maxwell Joseph Himmel Home Run derby mm. whatever and we he put it on his on Max's old uh uh, dog, you know his his food dish. Yeah. So, whoever wins, gets to keep the, the, the trophy, the food dish with the plaque on it for the year. Oh, that's all right. That's so you cool. know Eric's had it before. I've had it. Before. Yeah. I have it, I am, I'm the current. You're the current champion. range yep. champion. Are you going to win this time? I, I hope so. For a long time, Eric was winning because the park we were playing at, he's left-handed, and the fence was uneven. So where he was hitting. It was to right field It was a lower fence I had to hit over a higher fence so It was harder for me To get more home runs I see So we found a park That has equal side Fences Fences So All now right. Yeah um, And my brother's An, an incredible athlete like he, right. He's much better than I am So he's got the body Everybody wants Yeah Okay Yeah he does. That's okay. Yeah. Well, the,
1: the, the thing about it is, don't worry about it. There's no he, body shaming here. No. I mean, there is, but there's no body shaming that matters. Yeah.
0: No. <laughs> so, um, yeah, so we go and we do this thing, and the the loser then has to break the fast at the end of Yom Kippur when the sun goes down and everyone can, and you have breakfast. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah. It's, you know, break fast. Break That's fast, where it comes yeah. From. Um, so the loser has to eat. Their scrambled eggs out of the dog's dish with no hands, you know,
1: like like a on the floor God, like a you guys fucking mud. You are such. Yeah, just, this is the whole thing. I mean, I mean it's you, uh, uh, it's, uh, it's very frat boy, but it works. Yeah,
0: and you know, it's funny and it's, it's sweet. As long as, as you're thin, laughing yeah, about yeah, it, yeah. And yeah. you know, Max's I mean, you know my affection for dogs. I mean, yes, Christ, my tattoo of Eddie, right. It's a nice. It's a nice thing. It's a and good it's, thing. Yeah, and it's as long as the thing. weather's good, I get to hang out with my brother, it's who's a, a fucking idiot, but I love well, him.
1: I, it's it's one of the things. Have you ever read? Uh, it's what it was. Uh, Robert Fulghum. He's a guy that uh, wrote uh, what everything I learned. Everything I learned, I, or everything it was worth learning, or something I learned in kindergarten. That that guy yeah, okay, that yeah, book? Yeah. He wrote a book on that's rituals. That that was just a poster. No, it's actually a book. Like to share,
0: to, no, to one hundred no, no, hide a, your boners. It was actually
1: yeah. a re, no, it's a really and it's a lovely, okay. it's like yeah. one of the earliest yeah. self-help books. I mean, now you can't you can't even fucking go on medium without having every asshole in the world. Yeah. And that includes yeah. me. Because uh-huh. that's why I was writing self-help shit. Right. Um, although my self-help shit is sort of the equivalent of like a dude saying just get over it, motherfucker. At, right, that's kind of myself. Yes. But there's a lot of. But You're a like,
0: tough love therapist.
1: Yeah, he was like the first. He was before. I think he was before Chicken Soup for the Soul. I mean, that's that that, that, book. that book. Yeah, but the, but the, everything I learned in kindergarten, I learned uh, in kindergarten. Was, yeah. I mean, that's a great book. He wrote another book because I like that book so much. He wrote another book about the power of rituals. Okay. Yeah. And the idea that that uh, you know, that we need as human beings, as social animals, we really need rituals. And you and, and I have a ritual. Yeah, yeah. We, I mean, that's what this recording the podcast is ritual. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. There, there's you know and it's it's nice to have those yes. kinds of rituals. It's important to have them, and especially if they have something meaningful. I yeah. love the fact that you have this ritual. So this is this is what I'll be And doing I would tomorrow. really love it if you lost, could you get your brother to take a picture of you eating scrambled eggs at oh, a do dog bowl? Oh, we do. Yeah. I would like to see that picture Absolutely. because I will put it on the podcast. Yeah.
0: Yeah, I'm really hoping to win. Last year he, I I won last year. I, he was handicapped. He had was golfing with his friends like two days before, and for whatever fucking reason. I'm sorry, reason,
1: we, we, we call it handy
0: capable. Ugh, fine. <laughs> he was handy capable, his golf cart rolled over. Like, they flipped the golf cart and he fucked up his shoulder so he couldn't throw or hit. So, oh, so of course, <laughs> you won. Yeah. Yeah, well, yeah all right. Yeah, I mean, it go. was an easy win. It was an easy win. Well, you know, where's he at right now? Like, right this moment? Yeah. Probably home with his wife, counting their pillows. They have so many pillows. Did <laughs> you know?
1: I've seen Itania. I can kneecap him.
0: He's in St. John, Indiana.
1: Okay, that's all I want to know. I yeah. was like, I'm just going to go to St. John, Indiana uh-huh. in my Prius with my pool queue yep. and just drive around and hit random people that look sort of like you. He's six foot two and he looks like me. Yep. I, right. Just a taller yeah. version yeah. of yeah. me. Just yeah. whack like people 19, in the shoulders. Yep. Be like 19 dudes with broken kneecaps. Yep. Hopefully I get the right one. Just and go with the win. shoulder would be easier because it's already a little weak. It's all. So just, yeah, but the thing about it is if I hit him in the shoulder, he can chase me. If I get him in the kneecap, he's <laughs> never true. catching yeah. me, man. We're not the Special Olympics here. No, we're not. We really aren't. Uh, I've told so you my Special Olympics story, haven't I?
0: Did you win? No. Did you get this a medal? Because everybody in,
1: gets a medal yeah. <laughs> This Special in. This is when I learned in college. This was in college. And uh, in, uh, you know that uh, my college was pretty much paid for by me playing in the marching band. Right. Marching band, jazz band, pep band, band. Any mm-hmm. band at the University of Arkansas, and at one point, we were our pep band was uh, commissioned to play for the Special Olympics at mm-hmm. the University of Arkansas. That's which cool. great, yeah. and uh, you know everybody. It, and and it, it's one of the issues that I kind of had with because I'm, I'm I'm just naturally a skeptic about anybody's sort of like general beliefs. And everybody's yep. belief was that anybody that was mentally mm-hmm. retarded, mentally disabled in any way, uh, physically disabled, that because they were physically and mentally disabled mm-hmm. that they were somehow more angelic they were better than the rest of us
0: that's society they, were, they, they, they that were, yeah that's yeah. the
1: pitch and uh i remember we're playing for the band and we're watching the and it's a track and field thing mm-hmm. and i'm watching and there's this 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 kid and he's they're running i don't know what it could have been the 100 yard dash sure. i don't fucking care yeah. but he's running right and he's beaten everybody Mm -hmm. and you just feel good yeah I mean because they're all trying but this kid (laughs) this kid is fucking thrilled that he's winning you can see it on his face the joy yeah and you're feeling such good thoughts about this kid Mm -hmm. because he's like look at that little fucker go (laughs) and all of a sudden he trips up on his shoes uh-huh. And he fucking face plants. He goes down. Yeah. And the whole audience like, oh. And everybody feels really bad because this angelic, uh-huh. wonderful, free-spirited child yeah. fell. And we we're all feeling bad for him up until the point that the kid that was behind him is running by him. And he reaches out and grabs that kid's leg and knocks that fucking kid to the ground. Oh, shit. And everybody got quiet, and the only thing you could hear was me cackling with fucking laughter. I started laughing so goddamn hard, because it just really cemented in my fact that it doesn't matter who you are, human beings suck. We are the worst. No matter how mentally disabled you are, the one thing that remains is your ability to be a fucking asshole. Yeah, yeah. sure. I've never laughed harder, maybe in my whole life. I laughed to the point where my band director (laughs) told me to leave. He told me, get the fuck out of here. Stop that. Stop. I couldn't stop laughing. It was just the fucking funniest thing ever because I was feeling like the rest of the crowd. Yeah. This adoration of this perfectly disabled boy and his great achievement. And it completely took a turn. And it yeah. just went, wow, what a dick. That's just good storytelling. Yeah. Was yeah like, I was mean, boom, yeah. just lift and oh, man. That's, yeah. That's, that's good narrative. That's yeah, awesome. Man. So so how can you be a better person in the coming year between now and this time next year? I can be more
0: patient, which is always my go-to because I just – it's – you know, and we always make the same mistakes. Like that's the thing is that we tend to – yeah, like we just – we do the same wrong shit, maybe different versions of it or slightly better versions of the mistakes or whatever. But I need to be more patient um, with – with my wife, with myself, you know, being that's nice to myself. That's what I to was going
1: to say. I think you need to be more patient with yourself. Yeah. Yeah. And then you will be more patient with your wife. Right. And yeah. And your child. Yeah. You know. My ch- I'm good with my kids. Oh, yeah, I yeah. think. But I mean, well,
0: yeah. I'm okay with the kid. I mean, that's all going to change when he starts talking. Oh, Now he's fucking, now he's awesome. As soon as he
1: starts learns the word no, yeah. you're fucked. Yeah. Oh. But I
0: think I'll be okay with him because he's still stupid, you know, and I give a lot of leeway to stupid people but he will think he's way smarter than he is i know that is the nature of humanity what i'm terrified of is that he'll be like his mother who's kind of a know-it-all sometimes Uh, okay and kind of a brat (laughs) and she'll admit to this like she'll admit to being a brat as a kid and i'm like fuck if harry is anything like you were as a kid i'm gonna fuck him hang him out to dry i just i cannot take two of you
1: so like, you need you, know, you really need to learn patience, is what right. you're saying? Okay. The, yeah. So that's I think. So, that, so what else? What else? Patience, push ups, <laughs> yeah, squats, squats. you are gonna do. Yeah. you are gonna add squats to the routine. Squats. Um,
0: yeah, I think I think that that kind of because it's I mean the patience thing is a it's a it's a big umbrella.
1: Uh, you know, it's a little bit of a compound. I, I don't know. That's just that, that's, patience is one thing. You got to have at least three things. I mean, if, if, if it's if it's <laughs> Yom Kippur and the whole point is to reflect on how you can be a better person and the only thing, it's like me saying, well, it's the time for me to reflect upon how I can be a better person. <laughs> right. And I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to eat healthier. And that's it. That's all I say. It's so broad. Uh-huh. It's so, what the fuck does eat healthier mean? It means drink a less one less beer a week. Does it mean not that's eat not fried happen. food? I mean, that's what I'm saying. It's right, too morpheus. It okay, I got you. Okay. So patience.
0: Yes. Squats. Yes. And although I, this is better from last year. Okay. Because uh, this was a thing last year. also improvement. Avoid. Don't get so um, uh, enamored with the
1: chum. Go after the real prey. Boy that is very Donald Trumpian of you. So tell me what that means because it sounds so very I've, predatory. So I
0: said I've said I've written it, I've said it before that yeah. that I've I've spent a lot of my career I, I feel chasing the chum rather than the prey. So So you know chum yeah. like if you think about sharks, right? Yeah. You chum the waters. It's all fish guts and yeah, yeah, you know yeah, it's and, the and, gross they, stuff. and they they come
1: cuz it's all the blood. So what and what, and what is chum in your career path? What is chum?
0: It's anything that takes in to keep it real simple, it's anything that that takes me away from literate ape in a way that's like, I did not have a chance to look at the site today. Oh, okay. You know, yeah, yeah, like, I need that...
1: to spend at least an hour. So don't focus on the distractions yeah. that may pay a little bit. Right. Focus on the big the big fish right. that, that, yeah, that, that have may, a big it's payoff. It's not paying now. Yeah, that have a big that, that has a big payoff. But okay, that makes part sense. Part of
0: the reason that it's that these things I want to do aren't like the reason that literate ape or whatever literate ape would yeah. have been ten years ago, you know, sure hasn't happened yet. Is because I was chasing the chum. All right. You know, if I if I just stuck with <coughs> maybe if I'd stuck with journalism a lot harder, I'd be you know fucking managing editor of Esquire or some sure, shit. Sure, whatever. Except my balls are too big for that, and I'm too masculine. It's true for Esquire now. Um, Jeez. Yeah. Uh, but I think that's it. It's, it's just keep keep my eye on the
1: prize. If, if yeah yeah <laughs> like, okay there you go. Um. Don't get distracted by don't the Don't get bullshit. distracted. Yeah. And and I will I will say. And this is just me being the free therapist. Mm -hmm. um, That a lot of the chum is your anxiety about things.
0: Absolutely, that's chum. That's
1: distraction. That's distraction. Yeah,
0: and not not overthink things as much, and yeah, not worry. Because I mean, my entire relationship with Katie. Was this like I take a long time like yeah. you wanna
1: move in together? What the fuck? Ah, you and bake. I freak you like the fuck you're out. like Dana, yeah. where you bake a yes. long time yes. on decision and I'm like an idiot where I'm just like, Hey right. ah. Well, that's one of the jokes uh with uh Joe and I is that I'm Kirk and he's Spock. Right. We've and we've said this for thirty years, sure. which is I'm the guy that says, Hey, let's go do the thing and he uh-huh. goes, Well done. <laughs> Before we go do the thing, I want you to consider these four or five things that make mm-hmm. this thing that we're going to do maybe not the best idea. And I listen very carefully, and mm-hmm. I go, you done? Good, let's, let's go, go do the thing! Yeah. <laughs> and that's kind of how I've always lived my life. Well,
0: but, so. And that's where you and I balance each yeah. other out in that yeah. way because you let's go do it, and I rely on that a lot. But sometimes I'm like, hang on, hang on, hang on, let's get this right like, when we did the new Littered Ape yes. logo. Logo, yes. I was like, what do you think of these? And as soon as I sent them to you, I'm like, fuck, he's going to love them. Because they were good. They were The great. first inc- incarnation yeah. of them. Yeah. He's going to love them, and he's going to fucking change. I fucking knew it. He's going to change. And I did all, it. And I and did it. fucking did it. The you minute, did it, minute I went, boom, and I changed and everything I was like, in the
1: fucking dude, website. like, dude,
0: hang on a second. I got a better one coming. There's some, ch- and,
1: you know, but it, no harm, but no you foul. Think, was, but what you figured out was... Don't give it to me till you're ready, to. right? Because yeah. I'm gonna fucking go I have with to, it. Sometimes I have to manage you like a client
0: that's or exactly. a child, there you and go. that's you know, and that's Like fine. a child is yeah. good, yeah, yeah. But if I can bring that, weight <laughs> and think it through, just you know, if I can do that a little bit less and bring it down to a more less crippling, anxiety-inducing manner, sure.
1: Then I'll be good. Yeah. All right. Those you are know? those are good things. To if be I can a marry person. Spock and Kirk. That's all I've been doing uh, right. My, I mean, that's in my the goal 50, right? my fifties yeah. has been my fifties, and that's that if there's anything I can say, like what is my goal to be a better person? Maybe it's just the one thing, but my goal to be a better person really has all boiled down to accessing the Spock and, and, and letting Kirk sit back and not in the doing things, but in the aggressiveness and mm-hmm. the emotional, you know, like relying on my emotional response, like to be more logical. Yeah. And I've said this uh, at least a couple times. My whole, if there's anything I can say, that is like I hope to be representative of my fifties, is the concept of de escalation. Yeah, because I've escalated my whole fucking life. Sure. That's just who I am. That's how I operate. Right. I like to provoke, and I like to piss people off, and I like to get in fights. And and you shouldn't stop because I mean, that, that's goddamn, fun. Well, I'm gonna I'll, yeah, no, I'll still way. do it, but it, but it's about doing it in a smarter way, and mm-hmm. also recognizing, you know, that's one of the things I love about bug house is that it is it's about recognizing. I've always said this. If you're not willing to take a punch in the face for it, it doesn't matter that much to you. Right. But that equates that toxic masculinity that is never going to leave me. Right. Which is, I do equate that aggressiveness with mattering, with winning
0: on some level. let's be clear that your toxic masculinity is not the, you know anti-women no, no, no fuck the colored no, people no, that just, kind of shit it's, it's that, just, just overly that,
1: aggressive I'm yeah. not competitive that's the thing I'm not competitive but I will go to the mat for something I believe in but it's as I'm getting older it's like figuring out you want to be in the scrum you want to yeah,
0: cause the is, scrum is, is this
1: is this important enough for me to lose my shit
0: mm-hmm.
1: or is this important enough for me to fix because right. my discovery in my 50 years is that every time I lose my shit it's fun
0: yeah
1: but I don't solve problems that way. Nothing gets fixed that way. Right. De-escalation
0: fixes things. It's funny. We talked about, the, well, in in last week's episode, yeah. I said something like, you know, finding the happy medium of, fuck, I don't remember exactly yeah. what it was, but I mean, it's a similar thing. So clearly, clearly this is something that I've been, that's on my mind and I'm always working on. I'm yeah. F- bringing myself, I, I go to extremes. It's either I'm thinking too much or I'm not thinking enough. I'm just running my fucking mouth off and jumping right in. Before I test the water, and it's like, oh fuck, that water's filled with sharks, and ah, you know, and I'm the fucking chum, you know, whatever it is. So, yeah, I yeah. think that that's, so that's gonna be this, the year of 57, 50, whatever the fuck
1: the Jews are at now. I don't know. It's 2018, 2019. Yeah, Jesus whatever. Christ, we need to fucking get all that crazy. I know. Real quickly, every few years, an obsession comes along in the gaming world that sweeps everything else off the board. Coverage of games like the world of Warcraft and Minecraft frequently takes on the tone of some kind of epidemic thriller, as reports spread of hooked kids, infuriated parents, and shattered relationships. Now Fortnite, the massively popular free-to-play online shooter that boils the current Battle Royale game craze down into its most efficient and addictive form, is the latest vector of infection, and it's reached a new milestone in its video games as pox upon society because it is causing that was all from AV News. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's causing divorces. People are getting divorced, not because of fucking around, not because of irreconcilable irre- yeah. differences. They're no. getting divorced because one of them is addicted to a video game.
0: All right. So there's a couple of things here. One, when we first talked about this, I had to look up what Fortnite was because I'm not a gamer. And I'm like, what the – Did he? is that a typo? It's Did fun. He no, me about no, it's actually
1: tech? fun. I've played it. Have you really? Yeah, I okay. wrote, well, that's the thing is I I put it on my iPad because everybody was fucking playing it. And specifically Who is everybody? I'd never right, heard of it till you texted me. The thing about, about it, it. is it, maybe it's not everybody. Well, actually, it is everybody. It's a huge, it's, well, yeah, gigantic. No, I mean, it's huge, It's right. gigantic. But I don't know anybody. But you know doing B. Capri. Yet. No. Okay, B. Capri is with the young Chicago artist. She's a friend of mine. She's fucking crazier and shit. She's okay. a brilliant poet. And she has I've seen on a number of her Facebook posts how she loves to play Fortnite. I okay. Went, yeah, and one of the things that's fun is it's got a social element where you can, like, let people know, oh, I'm playing, and then you guys can play as teams. Mm-hmm. They'll I jump kind of, on and, yeah. So I didn't want to, like, get in on that and say, hey, I'm a fucking newbie, so be on, let me be on a team with you, because that's bullshit if you're playing it all the time. Right. So I started playing it on my iPad, and it's fun. It's interesting. Sure. Um, but it didn't really keep my interest that long. I played it for, like, two weeks, and I went yeah alright This am good this, yeah. this, this, this is just I, you know I get it it's a whole alternate world I got other shit to do so I just wanted to deleted it off my iPad because I didn't want to watch it, it I think anymore. the number of games that I
0: download to my iPad or my phone yeah and then delete like three weeks later after playing it four times. Yeah, like, I can't even fucking count them anymore. Yeah, I've Other got been, asphalt. Other than
1: solitaire. Yeah. and gin rummy. Like so I've got asphalt eight and injustice. Those are the two games. That yeah. I But I but I play them until I'm kind of sick of them, and then I let them yeah. sit. And then all of a sudden one day I'm just like sitting on the toilet and go, oh I oh, want to be Batman. Boom boom boom. You know that kind of thing. Yeah. So <laughs> I was looking into
0: this and I was reading a story about it and I found that a researcher at Oxford had done a study on video game addiction. Yeah. And he found that 0.3% of, of video gamers yeah. might experience problems controlling their addiction. So, like, this, is, this
1: addiction this is thing minuscule. This is minuscule. And the other thing is... This is like the trans community in, in America. It's like 0.3%. And that's not to say it's not important. No, but it's but just... But it's really it's small tiny. in the
0: grand scheme of things. Yeah. yeah. And if you're getting divorced and you're citing Fortnite as a reason... I'm willing to bet that it's not Fortnite's fault. Yeah. There's other shit going on. Like, it's... If we're... I mean, we're addicted to screens. I think that's sure. what it is. Is that this has all the components of a social world, right? But it's on a screen. And we're so accustomed now to being on our screen for for social interaction. Yeah. Facebook, Twitter, fucking Venmo. Like, like all I don't even know what Venmo... I mean, I Venmo, know what Venmo is, but I've never... That's why I like PayPal. It's easy. And I don't well, think about except Venmo. Except Venmo lets you say... Uh, Don paid David for pizza because, you know, I bought pizza or beer, you know, whatever the hell. Like,
1: who gives a goddamn I can do that with shit? fucking PayPal. Can you say... Yeah, you can and, put a can memo. Can people follow you? No, fuck oh, off. No, I don't need you to thing. follow no. me. I don't Is need you to follow. Can... If I'm paying you something, I don't need you to fucking follow me. Just take the fucking money. Well, leave that's me exactly right. Yes, you and I are old grumpy men who don't get in on the game what's the benefit of having a game I where you pay know. people that's
0: I the stupidest thing I ever heard but if, if I when I go into Venmo and I go to pay somebody and all my shit's private so
1: nobody can yeah. see what I do so what's but the if, point I don't know alright but if I go to pay you it's let's see that on my private then why do the it's like having a private because it's an, Facebook easy, way to, it's an easy way to pay which somebody which private but, Facebook is basically a journal right <laughs> well because it, cause some
0: people have Venmo and they don't have I mean now everybody has you know Zelle because they bought Chase I guess Ze- Well, I've and, got Zelle because you know, it's Chase, but Chase that, and I think think Bank of Fine. America has it. So between Chase and Bank of America, you can pay <coughs> most people through Zel. Sure, um, but like I was paying my babysitter our, our nanny through Venmo.
1: Is she a babysitter or a nanny?
0: He's. An, I guess he's a nanny.
1: At this, yeah. Fuck it. Does boy. he live with you? No, it's a babysitter. Okay. I, Have you seen Mary Poppins? Yeah, Mary Poppins is a nanny. She lives there. Fucking babysitter shows up when you need them and then leaves when they're gone. I'll tell you something about Mary Poppins. Yeah, when I was a kid and I watched that. Yeah,
0: I remember my dad telling me, you know, I dated a girl in college who looked like that, and I thought my dad is a motherfucking badass. Oh yeah,
1: because Julie Andrews is right. Beautiful. And have you seen the 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 new right? the Mary Poppins Returns? No. Oh God, they just came out. Emily Blunt is playing Mary Poppins. They they and and Emmanuel. Uh, Hannibal, Hannibal, no, not Hamilton. Hamilton, sorry. What? <laughs> the guy, the Lynn
0: Manuel. Oh, Lynn Manuel Garcia. That's the guy, the Hamilton. guy from.com, from yeah. Ham, Hannibal, yeah. Sure. That yeah. musical. The, the Hannibal musical, yeah. Yeah, yeah the one. The yeah. <laughs> what did he say to you, Clarice? He <laughs> said, I, I can smell your cunt. There you go.
1: Yeah. Um, no, Was Hamilton. She a big girl? But they're yeah. in it, but the thing that's amazing is that uh, Dick Van Dyke is in it too, as the old Bert. The old Bert, or the old guy that dies, you know. No, he's no, no. He says Bert. He says Bert with the and same beard, yeah. the But Bert with the same fucking big white beard. Oh, but it's proof that fucking Dick Van Dyke has never aged a day because no. that fucking guy is amazing. But no, I just saw, and okay. I'm, and I'm really excited about something like this. But it really looks good. So, as Mary Poppins returns, she just comes back and she's like.
0: Did you little fucking cunts not learn yep. anything? The thing
1: is, and I don't. I didn't. I didn't watch it that deeply, but I'm guessing. And this is. I'm literally pulling this completely out of my ass. Uh-huh. So I could be completely wrong, and I will not be held to any kind of accountability for it. But what well, I, I think it is spot on. What did I think. What I think it is is I think the kids have grown up that she nannied in Mary Poppins, mm-hmm. and they're fuck ups, okay. and so she has to come back and go, "All right, you fuck ups." And they've got kids, so she's right. going to be their nanny for their kids, and, and they're the like are and the parents too, are like, "Oh like, yeah. no, not you! You're crazy with a talking parrot head." Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So I think, yeah, it's 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 the let's relearn whimsy. Well, I think that the with the, an authoritarian English woman. Well, sure, <laughs> Margaret Thatcher. Everybody. Yes, Margaret Thatcher with a fucking bag that holds all kinds of shit. All kinds of shit, like. The Labour Party. <laughs> Nuclear <laughs> missile. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Severe <Yeah>.
1: racism. <laughs> yeah. Yes, yes. Reagan comics.
0: That <laughs> Margaret Thatcher is married Bob and she reads in her bag and pulls out, you know, a fucking Alzheimer's yes. Ronald Reagan's like, huh, oh,
1: yes. jelly beans. Right? And, <laughs> and here is the button to attack the Falkland <laughs> Islands. Thank you. Yes. So I think
0: that if this is a real problem for gamers and if this is the way that society is going, stop marrying real people. Date in oh, your that's society, brilliant fucking date somebody in Denmark, marry somebody in Denmark, and you guys can have your relationship. It's over just the game. like the
1: movie player was it player, player one, Ready Player yeah, One, ready, yeah. Which everybody that loved the book hated, but I hated the book and loved the movie. So okay, yeah, I thought the book was shit. But I mean, wouldn't that be great? Like you just. I love you on this on this game. We're a team. I love how you fucking kill everybody and you survive. I'm and telling all right. you. And I love Dana. But if Dana was a Netflix special, fuck. Yeah. I would win. Right? Because I like Netflix. I'll binge Netflix. Sure. If Dana was like a Dana, Dana was like, like here's, here's 27 episodes of Dana yeah. on Netflix, <laughs> I'm good, man. <laughs> All right, Simeon Cohort, here's Don and David with the six things you should do for the
0: week. My first thing uh, this week is a C, uh, C Scandalous. It's a show uh, starring uh, Roberta Miles. Roberta Miles. One of our friends, one of our writers.
1: She's a great uh, supporter and contributor. One of the best people in the world.
0: Uh, It's a prop theater. Uh, It'll be, so when this airs, it'll go next Friday and Saturday. Yep. Is is the closing weekend, I think. Um, It's a prop theater.
1: Mm
0: -hmm. Um, I will be going... This weekend, so by the time this airs, I would, I would already have seen it, so I can't comment on it, but I'm sure it's fantastic, because Roberta's amazing. Yes. Um, so,
1: there you go. There Those you go. Scandalous. And While mine is not about Roberta, and is probably not as high brow as your uh, go-to-see, I'm going to say watch. Everything's watch. A balance, man. Everything's yeah. a balance. I'm going to go pop culture. Okay. And m- amazingly, I'm going to say watch Iron Fist Season 2. I need to watch Iron Fist Season 1. Okay, now the thing about it is this thing. The first season kind of sucks. Which is why I haven't watched it yet. It's it's, really low on the tomatoes, you know, all that shit. Um, and I wrote a piece for Literate Ape that basically just called Iron Fist the most remember, millennial yeah. superhero <laughs> is a great of all time we'll link to it in the show notes it's not a great uh, first season it's really not yeah. um, he's really annoying I don't give a fuck about the cultural appropriation of a white kid with Chinese uh, with, with you know, martial well, that's arts that's what the comic book character was exactly yeah. that's why I don't give a shit about anybody going oh it's cultural appropriation you that got was a the comic do you want yeah. cultural appropriation or do you want, you want to, to stay true book? to, the, to yeah. the source material well, the, what I love is is in season 2 First of all, it's much improved. I mean, it really is a, much improved. So they listen to all the Facebook they, complaints. Well, and, they, okay. no, actually, that's the thing. <laughs> what I like about it is they didn't listen to the Facebook complaints entirely. Um, what they did was they made he, he's they made him a little more bearable. Okay. He's not quite so whiny um he's dealing with he's actually dealing with the crisis that he set up in the first mm-hmm. which was good but they really focus on the ancillary characters in a really genuine way so he's really not the focus of i mean he's he's the main character but there's a lot more screen time and story time given to Colleen Wing who's mm-hmm. his girlfriend yep. And 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 Misty Knight Mm -hmm. and uh, his brother and sister and which is also true to the comic book because (laughs) yes that is Iron Fist was
0: never he was never the main character
1: and what's really interesting and I will just I don't want to give anything away but I will tell you just like the ending of Luke Cage season two Uh where all of a sudden he might be a bad guy in season three and I went oh I can't wait to see season three right. One of the things that, if you're not familiar with the Iron Fist comic book, and I'm very familiar with it, is that there aren't just, there's not just one Iron Fist. Right. There are multiple Iron Fists. Mm -hmm. And they do go away from the canon. Okay. In a very significant way. Okay. That is super fucking cool. And if you are a fan, all I'm going to say, if you're a fan of Nightwing, which is Melissa Knight, or uh, Misty Knight, right. and Colleen Whee. If you're a fan, you're really going to like a big change they made. Okay. You're really going to like that, it. See, that turns me on. Really yeah. going right. to like a big change. Okay. And they suddenly made Danny Rand far more interesting, and I'm not going to I I really don't want to give it to I just want to say. Just watch it. Watch it. Yeah, okay. It's really fun. All right. Uh, so my next thing is a do. Uh,
0: this is a serious thing. Uh, save the date. Buy your tickets for a Night of a thousand noogies. you have to. Gildas Club Chicago. It's on October thirteenth at the Park West. Um, it supports Guild's Club Chicago, which is a great organization, uh, and it's a really fun night. Second City's is involved, and there's good food and there's good drink, and it's seventy five bucks for the the base ticket, one hundred twenty five uh, for the total open bar. The, the yeah, the thing. big package. So I mean, yeah, seventy five bucks, one hundred twenty five bucks. That's a lot of money. Yeah. But it's all you can eat, all you can drink, and you get entertainment. What's the food? What's the food? Uh,
1: Gino's East. Nice. Okay. All right. Gino's so East. this, this uh, is. Uh, and it's more than goods. pizza. Right? I mean, they're doing yeah, their whole. Yeah, it's whole, all the, the thing. It's the anti-pasta so, and all that kind of stuff.
0: And it's tax deductible, and you're helping on a great cause. There you so, go.
1: This is good. Uh, Night of in a thousand noogies. Yep. October, October 13th. This is uh, guildasclub.com. gildasclubchicago.org. Org. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Very good. My second is a listen. I want you to listen to this podcast. It's called Disgraceland. Okay. It's uh, writer Jake Baron listens, takes listeners to the twisted histories of cult figures in the music industry. Okay. And it's like like some of the things from the copy is. Did you know Jerry Lee Lewis, who we talked about, mm-hmm. possibly murdered his fifth wife? Yeah. <laughs> that Sid Vicious's mother gave him his final and lethal dose of heroin. Big time rock fans might know these stories, but Brennan breaks down more nuanced elements of the doomed icons, and it's it's really what is this called again? It's called Disgrace Land, and I you know it's one of those. I was Speaking just, of Elvis, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was just kind of looking for podcasts because I uh-huh. love to listen to podcasts, yeah. and I landed on this one, and I listened to, and it's middle of the season, but I went, oh, this is fucking i like mm-hmm. him. I really like him, and I like the story. It's like, oh, this is fucking interesting. So I highly recommend Disgraceland podcast. Cool. All right, my
0: last thing is, uh, it's a watch. Uh, Watch Mrs. Doubtfire. Yeah. The Robin Williams movie. Why not? And then as you're watching it, think, if that movie were made today, could Robin Williams have played the main character, or would everyone have lost their shit if it wasn't an actual drag queen or a cross-dresser? playing the
1: part like if Eddie
0: Izzard hadn't gotten the role See, I don't think so I don't
1: think so because the character isn't a drag queen the character is a father who has to dress up like a woman to be with his kids that's not a drag queen and it's not transgender but a drag queen can be a father well, that's not but the point. The and character. The father, and then that the drag actual queen can char- also be. It's not like the nanny. it's a transgender character being played by a straight man. I'm not saying transgender. It's a straight man being played by a, a straight dressing. man. I'm just saying a I'm with you. Or a drag queen. But he does a great job, dressing. and it's I'm a very just... funny thing, and it's Sally Field, and how can you go wrong? Yeah. Mrs. Doubtfire. My, oh, hello. Hello. My third thing <laughs> is a read. And it is on uh, and, 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 and those of you that is that I, I like to I like to dabble in all the alternate media. And there's a, an online magazine, Quillette.com yeah. mm-hmm. And a lot of people think it's right wing, and it actually isn't. Um, I mean, I've, I've read a lot of people that go, oh, this is, a, this is a right-wing thing. It's really not. There are some right-wing writers. There are some left-wing writers. Mm-hmm. There are more of what we talked about a couple weeks ago, the intellectual dark web, mm-hmm. You know, this kind of thing where yeah. it's like, we're going to talk about controversial subjects from a very scientific point of view. We're going right. to try to be as reasonable and as rational about it without emotional. And Jonathan Kay is the Canadian editor. Okay. As I understand it. And he wrote a piece called When Censorship is Crowdsourced. Ah. And I'll read you a little bit. As, this is, this is a, a quote. In many creative spheres, in fact, censorship hasn't just been decentralized. It's been crowdsourced, which is to say the very writers, publishers, poets, musicians, comedians, media producers, and artists who once worried about being muzzled by the government... Are now self-organizing on social media to censor each other. In its mechanics, this phenomenon is so completely alien to top-down Big Brother-style censorship that it often doesn't feel like censorship at all, but more like a self-directed inquisition or a Chinese communist struggle session. However, the (laughs) overall effect of preventing the propagation of stigmatized ideas is achieved all the same. It is a super interesting article. Okay. Um, and uh, I've been reading a lot of Quillette, and and I don't like all their articles, but yeah. there's a, enough of them that I'm like, they've got something going on, and it is well worth your read. It's called When Censorship is Crowdsourced by Jonathan Kay on Quillette.com. I think that's an important thing is that you don't have to like all their articles. No. For example, mm-hmm. if
0: you're reading Literate Ape, yes. you don't like all the articles, but you like some of them. That's okay, too. That's okay, too. Just read Literate Ape. Check I back like every day and see. Well, yeah. I mean, you of know. course we do because we're hiring these idiots to write well, yeah, for us. Well, yeah, that's probably true. Uh, but, yeah, check out Literate Ape and, you know.
1: Here's I what know, I want you like to do. like a bonus when thing to, to do Here's this, the bonus this year, thing is go to literateape.com, um, Go to uh, where we've got, like, our list of. Uh, the writers. The writers uh-huh. and the columns. Uh-huh. I want you to go to American Shithole. Yeah. This is Eric Wilson. Eric uh, got so in deep with his uh, angst and frustration and anxiety over Trump that he wrote like 19 or 20 or 22, whatever it is, columns, yeah. and then he quit. He, he, he broke, fucking, he fucking broke It broke him. Yeah. He was, he was, it, it was so much that it just snapped him in half, yeah. and he said, I'm fucking done. And the straw in the camel's back on that was some posts that I. It was on a, Facebook. It was, that
0: it was us being. An engagement that he yeah. had with a friend of mine. He just kind of lost was, his, his broke, shit, but he broke. But he's, he's back.
1: back. He took a couple of breaks, took a, a couple of weeks. Took about maybe a, a month, month yep, off. About a month. Yep. And now he's back, and I'm thrilled. Mm-hmm. American shithole. I think you can. Figure out exactly the kind of writing you're getting, but it's some of the best writing it's you're going to so find good. Anywhere. He's, he's so, so smart and, smart and, and funny, funny. Yeah, yeah, and and sensitive. Like there's there's a
0: level of of just well, that's because he's heart such a, a pussy. It. Well, yeah, cause he's a liberal
1: fucking. Pussy. Yeah, he's just such a you know he's such a <laughs> sweet little muffin inside, yeah. you know. But then he's got this anger, right? All I know is. If you haven't read American Shithole, the only thing I can recommend is go back, get into the rabbit hole, and read every one of them. Because there's a journey he takes you on. Whether he intends intends the journey to be there or not, or just one alone, standalone pieces, there is a journey. You get to know Eric. You get to see his worldview. And it's some of the best, most incisive political writing I've ever read. Yeah, it's great. I I hate that he—because I would love to be this,
0: but I think that he is our— Hunter Thompson, like the way that yeah. he looks at things, the way yeah. that he writes about it, it's just it's so biting and true, yeah, and interesting and funny. He's he's wonderful. So uh, yeah, so yeah, yeah check so that absolutely out. go do that. Uh, and and that, that's the podcast. That's it. So you know, please, as always, uh, like, listen, subscribe, share, tell your friends about it. Give us a. A rating. Give us a review. It doesn't really take you that five much
1: stars, time. three stars. We don't give a shit. We don't just, care what. Just doing. give us a review. If you go to if you go to Buckhouse, what you'll see is the the review that were what is it that were a couple of self-important uh, douchebags yeah, or self-involved something involved douchebags or something. Yeah, that's he's a, not wrong. He's not wrong, and we we don't care if you You're like. it are not going to hurt our feelings. We just
0: want you to listen. Our egos are dead. Just yeah, just there engage in this, and yeah, thanks for listening, and we'll we'll talk to you next week. You know what? <laughs>
1: This has been the Literate Apecast. You can find us on iTunes, SoundCloud, Stitcher, and on literateape.com slash podcasts.
0: For more information about Literate Ape, go to literateape.com and check out the rest of our podcasts, all of our writing, and our events. Music on the Apecast is courtesy of Mike Vinopal and Locomotive. You can catch them all over Chicago and online at locomotiveband.com.